profitable self rules for profitable self discipline. These are rules of my own making. They're very homely, some of them, but they'll be very helpful. And number one is keep cool when other people get hot. I know you can agree with that one, but I'm not so sure that you'll always live up to it. We're inclined, all of us, to get hot when the other fellow gets hot. Say angry things when the other fellow starts saying angry things. I was in the home of the president of a big electric power company one evening when there came a storm and he called up one of his head men to go out to take care of an emergency that happened as a result of that storm. It was on Sunday evening. The man was gone about two hours and when he came back, he came up on the front porch of the home of this man and called him out on the porch and I never heard a man get such a tongue lashing in all my life as this president of the electric power company gets. Says you blankety blank blank you think because you're the president of the company blankety blank blank and I'm just as good as you are blankety blank blank oh it was terrific I only heard one side of the conversation because there was only one side of it one man was doing all the talking and one man was doing all the listening and after this had been going on for fully three minutes the other man ran out of wind and had nothing more to say he was mad you see because they called him out on this stormy night I heard the president close the door and he came back and he just smiled said why the man was a little bit hot, wasn't he? <laughs> That's all he said. A little bit hot, wasn't he? I expected any moment to hear a fist begin to fly out there. But you see, there was a man who had risen to great uh, heights of achievement financially, and he had done it uh, by self-discipline, self-discipline in every respect. And he didn't propose to allow a workman who had been temporarily unbalanced by his anger to throw him off balance and make him stoop to that level. He just didn't propose to have that done. And you'll notice when you get into an argument with anyone, and you're apt to if you don't watch yourself, that if you'll just remain silent while the other fellow is blowing off his top, he finally gets to the point where he's got no more top to blow off. Then if you want to get in a few words of your own, that's a mighty good place to do it. It's a mighty fine thing if the words that you get in are not the kind of the words you've been hearing. In other words, if you say something back kind in return, it's far better for the other fellow and far better for you. It shows you to be the bigger of the two persons. Now, anybody can get mad and blow his top because of what somebody does or says, and it's happening all the time. But the truly big man, the man who is in charge of himself, he doesn't allow anybody to draw him down to that level of a street brawl or of an argument in harsh words unless he wants to do it. And if he's truly a big man, he doesn't want to do it. Number two, remember there are three sides to all arguments. We ordinarily think there are two sides to all arguments, but they're not the three. There's your side, there's the other fellow's side, and then there's the right side, which is usually about in the middle of the two viewpoints. Remember that when you get into an argument with the other fellow. Don't assume that he's always at fault. Maybe you're partly at fault too. Maybe neither one is totally at fault. The chances are in all of the arguments I've ever heard, both parties were partly to blame in one way or another. I have never yet heard of an argument where one party entirely was it to blame, although I suspect there are such arguments at times. Number three, never give directives to a subordinate when you're angry. If the matter is urgent, then cool off quickly. Number four, treat all people as nearly as possible as if they were rich relatives from whom you expected to be remembered in their will. <laughs> now that's a good one, that's a honey. <laughs> That is a honey, if you just do that. Treat all people as if they were uh, rich relatives from whom you expected to inherit something at their death. And you can do that. You know if you had a rich relative 
that had a million dollars he was going to leave to you, or you suspected he was going to, it wouldn't make very much difference what he said or did. He would never throw you off balance. You'd never talk back to him, would you? Of course you wouldn't. It'd be quite silly if you did. <laughs> Keeping quiet for a million dollars seems to me <laughs> to be a very easy price to pay. Number five, look for the seed of an equivalent benefit in every unpleasant circumstance with which you meet, no matter what the unpleasant circumstance is. Make it the point to discipline yourself so that you look for that seed of an equivalent benefit and you start looking in connection with the circumstance. Don't wait a week or two until you all work yourself up about it. Start right in where you stand. It'll lessen the blow. It'll lessen the hurt of the wound, whatever it happens to be, if you start looking for that seed of an equivalent benefit. And number six, learn the almost forgotten art of asking questions and then listening to the answers instead of getting the other fellow told off. It gives you an awful lot of satisfaction when you're angry to get the other fellow told, doesn't it? And the temptation is very great to do that. I know, because I've been there many times. Don't do it. Be bigger than that. Listen to what the other fellow has to say. And then when somebody makes a statement that you're not sure about, learn to ask this one question. It's one of the most important questions in life. It'll serve more purposes than any other short question that I can think of. When somebody makes a statement that you're not sure about or that you doubt or that you question, ask a four-word question. How do you know? and then wait for an answer and see him squirm. Oftentimes there is no answer. People make wild statements that they came back up. And instead of getting into an argument and making an incident out of the matter and getting yourself worked up into an argument, let the other fellow stew in his own fat by putting him over the bar of that question, how do you know? I had a clergyman in my class once who was very, well, I just don't know exactly how to describe him. He was a, a, a fanatic, you might say, on a subject of religion and that he was sure that he knew exactly what was going to happen to me after death. He said so in no uncertain terms, not in the class, but in a private conversation. And he raved and ranted for quite a little while about it. And when he got through, I said, how do you know, Parson? And that really put him over the barrel. He said, that's the way I feel about it. That's my faith. I said, well, now, belief and faith is one thing, but having evidence is something else again. How do you know what's going to happen to me after I die? I don't know, and I doubt that you do. How do you know? Well, he never did give me a satisfactory answer. There are a lot of questions that come up in life in connection with which if you ask that one thing, how do you know, you'll find that the other fellow will be off balance and you don't need to make an incident out of what he says. You don't need to get mad at what he says. Seven, never say or do anything which may influence another person without first asking yourself this question. Will it benefit him or hurt him? And if it will hurt him, don't do it. Don't say anything or do anything that would hurt another person under any circumstances, no matter how much he may deserve. Exercise self-discipline. Don't do that because if you hurt another man, you're going to hurt yourself ten times as much at least because that hurt will come back on you. I don't care who you are nor what circumstances you're working under or living under. If you hurt another person, you'll be hurt ten times as much. And if the hurt doesn't come immediately, the... Uh, Rate of interest on that is compound interest on compound interest, and it'll be a hundred times as great if you wait long enough. Because everything that you do to or for another person, you do to or for yourself. There is no escape from that. That's just as much a law as the law of gravitation, which everyone understands. You know that if you stepped over the top of this building, no matter what your mind uh, was, or what your 
belief happened to be if you stepped over the top of this building and violated the law of gravitation that you'd hit the ground and you'd die in a very few seconds. And this law which brings you back that which you send out is just as inevitable, just as inexorable as the law of gravitation or any other of nature's laws. Number eight, learn the difference between friendly analysis and unfriendly criticism. Then decide which you wish to live by in your relations with others. Now, friendly analysis is one thing and is welcomed by most sensible people. I don't object to friendly analysis of anything that I do, even though it's very unfavorable. If it's friendly analysis, I like it because I can improve by it. But if it's unfriendly criticism, very obviously unfriendly criticism, and not analysis, well, then I resent it. I wouldn't be human if I didn't. How can I tell whether it's friendly analysis or unfriendly criticism? <coughs> How would you go about telling? A lot of ways you can tell. You can tell by the, uh, your relationship to the person who's making it, whether it's friendly or unfriendly to begin with. If it's an enemy, obviously I discount it right off the bat because you almost know it's gonna be unfriendly criticism. I can tell also by the tone of voice in which he does it, by the manner in which he does it. Because a man who engages in unfriendly criticism generally uh, uses a few epithets along with it that clearly indicates that he's biased. If you have self-discipline, you're not going to be influenced by that kind of a person. And number nine, remember that a good leader in any calling is one who can take orders as cheerfully as he gives them. And number 10, last but not least, remember that tolerance in human relations is just as important as tolerance in the operation of mechanics. Hello, womenpreneurs. This is Christy Ogle with Masterminds Business Academy. And we've been wor wor working through the book, Think and Grow Rich. Uh, we talked about uh, some of the 13 keys. Number one, a burning desire. Two, faith. Three, auto-suggestion. Four, specialized knowledge. Five, imagination. Six, organized planning. Seven, decision. And right now we're on number eight, which is persistence, which is the sustained effort necessary to induce faith. Never give up, for that is just the place and the time the tide will turn. Thank you, Harriet Beecher Stowe. There you are. You're so close to your goal. You can feel that burning desire within you to start something new. And bam, a wall arises. How will you scale this wall? How will you overcome it? Maybe you've started a business and you were rolling along and you've gotten hit with a diagnosis, cancer. Your kids start acting a fool. Your husband leaves you. Maybe all of your employees walk out in one day. How do you make it through that uncertainty when you are starting to rise and grind from what you've been doing? You've been working so hard for so long. You feed your passion with action and have faith that your determination will continue and you'll be rewarded one day. How do you trek down that road that seems endless when you get smacked in the face by life? If you've ever found that light at the end of the tunnel, have you ever faced a fear and become victorious? 
or have you ever answered doubt and criticism with achievement? You already know that answer is within you. Persistence is the key to successfully battling any obstacle that comes your way. Anything that life might throw at you. Persistence is the weapon that causes enemies such as fear, doubt, and negativity to crumble. Persistence. Hill observed this and he said, willpower and desire when properly combined make it an irresistible pair. Young children provide great demonstrations of this. Do you remember when your children were young women newers, and they would say, mom, 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 you're walking through a store. Mom, can I have this? Mom, can I have this? Mom, can I watch TV when they're grounded? Mom, can I play on my phone when they're grounded? Mom, over and over and over time. Over time, persistence gets diluted. Children are taught that making mistakes and receiving criticism is a bad thing. And drawing outside the lines is not acceptable in most environments. According to Hill, persistence is a state of mind, meaning it can be cultivated by any of you women panures. A woman panure training herself to be persistent would require foundation for this training that includes the following eight factors as determined by Napoleon Hill. One, a definiteness of purpose. Knowing what one wants what is our purpose? What is our why? What is that strong motive that forces us to surmount many difficulties? Number two, desire. It is comparatively easy to acquire and maintain persistent in pursuing the object of intense desire. Three, self-reliance, also known as auto-suggestion. Belief in one's ability to carry out a plan and encourage one to follow through with the plan with persistence. Four, definiteness of plans. Organized plans, even though they might be weak and entirely impractical, encourage persistence. Five, accurate knowledge. Knowing of one's plans based on experiences or observation encourages persistence. Guessing instead of knowing destroys persistence. Number six, cooperation. Sympathy, understanding, and harmonious cooperation with others to develop to persistence. Number seven, willpower. That habit of concentrating one's thought upon building and plans of attainment of definite purpose and lead to persistence. And number eight, habit. Persistence is a direct result of habit. The mind absorbs and becomes a part of a daily experience upon which it feeds. Fear, the worst of its enemies, can be effectively cured <coughs> by forced repetition of acts of courage. Excuse me. <coughs> For women panures, implementation and application of these eight factors will come make him as a challenge why others 
might be surprised by the case. Persistence is the key, the sustained effort necessary to endorse faith. Womenpreneurs never give up, for that is just the place and time that the tide will turn. Life happens to everyone. Womenpreneurs, you have what it takes to be successful. I am Christy Ogle with Masterminds Business Academy, and you are just one tip marketing tip away from making your dreams come true. Welcome entrepreneurs and womenpreneurs. My name is Christy Ogle. Thank you for joining us for 50 Shades of Marketing. There is no sexual content in this marketing webinar. So do not worry about that. It's not going to get weird. So if anybody is wondering about this 50 shades of marketing is about marketing your business and you can do it yourself. You don't have to spend tons of money to other people to market your business. So that is a really cool thing about 50 shades of marketing is you will learn it. I want to welcome you all to 50 shades of marketing and thank you for spending an hour on your business so that you can make more money and 10 extra business in 2019. 50 Shades of Marketing will have you falling in love boom, 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 with your marketing. So many people are scared to death of their marketing and you do not have to be scared of marketing anymore. It is so simple to do and I'm going to teach you step-by-step -step processes to market your business. Have you ever failed? at marketing your business. Maybe you've spent hundreds, if not thousands of dollars in marketing your business. Have you done that? Do you feel like there's just so much information out there to market your business and you can never really get it right because you try here and there and you've never found anything that really sticks? Have you spent thousands of dollars you've made it rain for other people on marketing your business with zero or little return on your investment have you ever thought big business is really against you because they have unlimited budgets and they want you to fail you're probably right and if you think i just don't know where to market my business right yet you're in the right place. My goal from this 50 Shades of Marketing webinar is for you to know how to market your business in a sexy way. No, not in a sexual way, but in a sexy way that your customers will um, react to it and buy and spend more money with you. There are two types of business owners. There's the new business owner who's only been in business five years or less. And then there's the experienced business owner that's been in your business five years or more. So there is two types of uh, business owners out there. Behind the scenes of the 50 Shades of Womenpreneur Movement is me, Christy Ogle. I'm a newbie womenpreneur with zero marketing experience before I got into business six years ago and no financial backing whatsoever. And I launched a two comma club business in just two short years. Yeah, in two years, I had two commas. Do the math, do the commas on that.
The, I'm going to teach you the three secrets of my overnight success. You don't need thousands of dollars and years worth of marketing experience to market your business. And a secret almost backwards plan that I used to launch my marketing. Secret number two, how I built a successful marketing for my business from my office on my laptop and iPhone, even though my only tech ability was turning on the television. And how I created an exact process by creating a marketing roadmap for business instantly. Stay till the end of the webinar for 50 awesome ways to market your business. I want you to give me your attention. I want you to put your cell phone away. I want you to shut down all your social media, unless you're watching me on Facebook, and it looks like um, there are tons of people watching us on Facebook right now. Um, if you're on social media, don't turn that off. And lock yourself in the bathroom. Tell the kids it's time to watch Mickey Mouse. It is time to work on you. You need an hour to work on the marketing of your business. If you don't have an hour, you don't have a life. My goal for you is to hire Masterminds Business Academy and learn how to market your business. Every time people give us money at Masterminds Business Academy, it has 223x, yep, they've made 223 times more money than they had before they hired Masterminds Business Academy. You definitely want to get more money in 2019. That's why we're in business. So you need to hire MBA. You're in the right place if you want to sell more in 2019. Womenpreneurs, if you want to do more with your business in 2019, this is the place to be. Why should you listen to me? I am a marketing expert. I am a sales expert. I'm an advertising authority. I've helped hundreds, almost thousands of people in business to make more money. I'm a business coach and I am a sales strategist. Every time people give me money, they make 223 times more income from the sales of their business by marketing in the right places. You might be thinking, how does this apply to me? How do I know these things? Well, I've been where you are. I've started small businesses. I actually am an owner in 10 different businesses. I knew that my business could change the world, but I had no clue how I was going to do it. I did not have hundreds of thousands of dollars or even thousands of dollars to market my business. I was in a small business and every dollar was important to feeding the kids, paying the mortgage, paying for the car. So I didn't have the luxury to spend tens of thousands of dollars on marketing that didn't work. I didn't have a creative marketing genius telling me how to market my business. I wanted to help others, but I didn't know how to get my business out to everyone. It doesn't matter who you are, what your background is, what your ethnicity is, what your religion is, who your target market is, what your business niche is. It doesn't matter your circumstances. It will work for you. I need you to 
do these three things for me over this next hour while I'm helping you to market your business. Number one, I need you to commit to giving me your full attention. Number two, you commit to being open and willing to learn about marketing your business. Number three, take really good notes because I'm going to have to go through this really fast because I've only got an hour. If you're a beginner or an expert or an overnight success, a roadmap for you will be laid out step by step how to market your business and to take it to the next level of business in 2019. That's why you should listen to me. I can help you do these things. I've helped these people do these things. In one year, I went from zero sales to six figures. In two years, we went from zero sales to two commas. I have a mission. I want to help 1,204,732 people to put their family first. That's what I want to do with you. I want to help you to make more money so you can put your family first. So you don't have to worry about your business or paying that mortgage or car payment because you know how to market your business and get your idea out there. What do you want with your business? What is your mission? Who do you serve? What gets you excited? What lights you up like a Christmas tree? What is it? I'm going to tell you exactly how I did it. I want to show you how, no matter who you are, how old you are, what your religion is, whether you're a woman or a man, it does not matter. I'm going to help you map it out today. Is that okay? I want to help you. What's holding your business back? What is it? I want you to get out a pen and a piece of paper. So get out that pen. I know y'all got one. Get out a piece of paper. What is holding you back from creating the lifestyle and the business that you want? I want you to write it on that piece of paper. Take that piece of paper, write it down. What is it that's keeping you? Write it down. Nobody's watching. And write it down. What is it? Is it you can't get in front of the right people? Okay, now that you've wrote it down, put it in the Q&A. Write it in there. Type it in there in the comments. What is it? Concerned about past failures, okay? Your mind, your kids, lots of commitments. Afraid of why it won't work. You're not good enough at marketing. Your product isn't perfect, your service isn't perfect. Boy, I'm seeing a lot of stuff. Lack of confidence, lack of focus. What is it? Internet availability, dependability options. What is it? Too many things on your plate? It's the holidays, oh come on, I'm still working. I could have took off for a week and a half too. Or two weeks. Man, that's the life to be a teenager or in college. Love it. What is it holding you back? Now, what I want you to do. Oh, wait. Lack of direction. Lack of training. Doubt. How to get up in front of people and talk. The ultimate success you want in life 
What's holding you back? I want you guys to know that these are not original thoughts. I've thought of them a million times and so have millions of other people. Now I want you to imagine that this problem is solved. It goes away. You're lighter without it. I want you to take that piece of paper. I want you to crumple it up and hold on to it super tight. No one can see you, so play along. Do you want to break out of whatever this thing is? The thing you're holding in your hand? Do you want to continue this thing being a problem in your life? Or do you want to overcome it? Now try to let go of it. See how bad it hurts. How holding back hurts you. When you hold on to your problems like this, you're only hurting yourself. It holds you down and it doesn't let you get back up. Now, I want you to take that piece of paper. I want you to tear it up. Your problem is gone. It's not your problem anymore. You can figure it out. Millions of people have figured it out. The same problem, the same security blanket, they've held on to it, but they've let it go. I hope at this moment you don't have this problem anymore. Commit to overcoming it. Let me tell you, I have had some of the same exact issues that you've had. Secret number one, you do not need hundreds of thousands of dollars or money from banks, venture capitalists, or anyone else to market your business. A secret, almost backwards process that I use to launch my marketing system. I know what it's like having small businesses and what marketing feels like. You're putting all this money into marketing and this time and the effort and it's a headache and you feel like you're getting kicked in the face over and over and over again. You have this amazing product that you just want to get out to the world, but you don't know how to get it out there. I've been there. I still run several small businesses. I knew I had this amazing business that could help the world, but I had no clue how to get it out to the masses. I knew I had it, but I didn't know what to do. I was afraid. This is what life looked like for me. When I try a new marketing plan, I would just pray that it would work. I wanted to build a business, but I had no idea how to grow a million dollar business. But this guy did, Grant Cardone. If you haven't heard of Grant, Google him after this webinar. He is absolutely amazing. I had $3,000 to my name. Actually, my business's name, and I had two business partners at the time, other business partners other than me. And uh, we were at a pivotal point. We had our business. 
we had started franchising, um, but I wasn't really selling many franchises. I knew that I needed to do something. This guy had the lifestyle that I wanted to get. I knew what I wanted. I wanted to help people put family first with our business. I wanted to impact other people with my business, but I had no clue how to. So Grant Cardone said, no matter what, you got to get to 10X Growth Con. It was March 17th of 2017. So less than two short years ago, this guy changed my life. He said, you got to be there. So it was in Miami, Florida. I didn't even, I was so like backwards back then. Two short years ago, it was in like Hollywood Beach, California, or no, Hollywood Beach, Florida. And I didn't even know that was right outside Miami. I didn't know until the second day of the conference that I was right on the edge of Miami. I didn't even go in there because uh, I was so busy at the conference. But I took that last, it was $1,500 for the conference. I had to pay for the hotel room um, and also pay for the airline ticket. So it was about $3,000 for me to go to this 10X Growth Con. And I went... Grant said you had to be there. I only knew of him when I went there and Damon Johns because I'd watched Shark Tank. But there were so many other people at this conference. Jay Abraham, Les Brown, Russell Brunson, Tim Grover, Brad Lee, and Caravan Harrington. Here's a picture of all the people that were there. I still don't know all the people that were there. I would probably have to pull out my notes, but they were these amazing marketing geniuses and they were telling me how to take my business from obscurity to oversaturation. And I got something from every single speaker there. They were absolutely amazing. There was one speaker that I took one line from. That's it. It was that every minute of my time was worth $8.45 if I was working 40 hours a week um, to make a million dollars in a year. Every single speaker, I got something out of them and it changed my life. It was absolutely amazing. They taught me that marketing the old way is dead. You can't use the old way of marketing and expect to get a great return on your investment. If you use the old ways of marketing, um, TV, radio, billboards, magazine, your competition is literally going to crush you. You're going to be dead in the water. You can't use the old ways of marketing. You can't use the phone to do cold calls anymore. You can't use the mail. You can't use radio. You can't use TV. Believe me, I know. I used it before I met Grant. I paid entire salaries to these places um, and I made no return on my investment back. And I don't want other business owners to do the same thing. I want you to make money. That's why you're in business. So if you take nothing away from this webinar, except for this, the old way of marketing is dead. You can't put yourself on TV and expect to be a millionaire. You will be drowned out in the noise. The only way to market is quickly do it now with an immediate return on your investment. He taught me simple ways to market my business. You just need to follow these steps as a business owner to be successful in marketing. You have to follow other people that have done it before you. And it doesn't cost you tens of thousands of dollars to do it. 
I was all in. I went back home and I started marketing the new way that next week. And after that, we had what everybody called an overnight success. So you don't have to spend thousands of dollars from banks or venture capitalists. That almost backwards process we use to launch our marketing secret is secret number one. Secret number two is how I built a successful business from my laptop and my iPhone, even though my only tech ability was to turn on my TV. And secret number three, how I created an exact process by creating a roadmap for my marketing instantly. Every day is an opportunity to change things for the better. Maya Angelou said it best when she said, once you know better, you do better. And the old way of marketing is dead. Secret number one, some people still think I need to borrow money from the bank to uh, market my business and get it out there to the world. It's an almost backward process that we used and it still works today in all my businesses. You don't need hundreds of thousands of dollars to market your business. It's just a little bit of time and effort and you can do it yourself. Outsourcing your marketing is like outsourcing your sex life and that is absolutely no fun. Do not pay other people to market your business. They have no clue what message your customers want to hear. If this guy can market selling real estate in this way, he has real estate, he has retail, he has a clothing line, he has an education line, he has a business academy, and not spend hundreds of thousand dollars in marketing his business, I could do it too. He taught me the ways to do it, and I want to teach you those same ways. I started marketing like Grant taught me. And he introduced me to some greats like Jay Abraham, Russell Brunson, um, Tony Robbins, and a plethora of other people that I've taken their marketing techniques and just exploded businesses all over Texas and the United States. The business started to grow. I did everything he taught me and it started working. I executed the plan. I took action. I just did it. It was done. And the phones started ringing. And they continue to ring to this day. My original investment was a $40 ad, $3,000 on 10X Growth Con, three days worth of learning the best ways to market my business, and now I have a business empire. You might also be thinking, I don't understand how 50 Shades of Marketing, the underground playbook for creating a marketing system in just a few hours will work for me. With no proof of concept, without spending thousands of dollars, and without taking years of time. Well, it does, and I'm gonna show you proof of that here in just a little bit from some of my clients. 50 Shades of Marketing works on any business you can market, and it does not cost you tens of thousands of dollars in fees. It just doesn't. You can do it yourself. I was just writing down that I had a misspelling on number 43. Sorry about that. Secret number two, how I built my successful marketing on my business from my laptop and my iPhone, even though my only tech ability was turning on my TV. Tech savvy level one, that's what I am. I don't even know how to turn the closed captioning off on my TV. I have to yell at my teenage son because he watches it. 
Um, I feel frustrated most of the time when I'm doing anything technical. Yesterday I was turning off cookies on my computer and I had to get three people involved. I am not tech savvy at all. That's okay. Some business owners might be thinking, I already have so much to do. You know, I used to think the same exact thing before I went to 10X Growth Con. But when I went there and I spent three days on marketing my business, I realized how I took a little bit of time and I could build my business and increase my sales dramatically. Is it worth a few hours to get tens of thousands of dollars of returns, if not millions, on learning marketing for your business? You look at similar... You look at similar business models and you can find what really works. You model after them. Those people that have tens of thousand dollars in marketing budgets that you don't have. All you have to do is look at similar businesses to you and model your advertising after them. Look at their ads. See which ones they run over and over and over again. It's super simple. They know the keywords that work. Duplicate or model it in your ads. Don't do it word for word, model it, and that will run your ads successfully also. When you run an ad or market your business, you need to have a hook, a story, and an offer. A hook, not what you wanna sell, a hook that your customer wants to hear. What problem is your business or service solving? then you have to have a story behind it and an offer. Thousands of people I've trained for marketing their companies and their businesses over the years. I've helped so many other companies build their marketing. I'll ask companies all the time, who's your target market? And they go, everyone. Nope, it's not everyone. There is somebody out there that specifically buys your product more than anybody else. Are they Generation X's? Are they Millennials? Are they Generation Y? Who are they? You need to know who your target market is before you can even market to them. I helped Echo and Chad market their business. You'll hear from them a little bit later and how I helped them market their business and how they doubled their sales in three months. Some other business owners might also think, I'm not a marketing firm, I'm not an agency, I have no marketing experience, I'm not a sales coach, I'm not a salesman. You don't have to be. It's simple. You just do what somebody's done before you and you model after it. You can learn how to clone your marketing after others who have done it successfully. It's super simple. Secret number three, how I create an exact process by creating a roadmap for my marketing instantly. Some business owners might be thinking, I don't know how to market or get people to purchase from me. Let me explain. What do you want from your business? What do you want from your finances? What do you want from your personal life? What do you want to contribute to the world? What do you want in all seven aspects of your life? Where do you see your company in five years? Are you going to keep running it? Are you going to sell it? Are you going to create a legacy? Are you going to keep running it? Secret number three, I'm going to show you guys some testimonials from some of my clients and how it's really marketed their, or rocketed their businesses in 2018 and you can do the same thing in 20 
19. Crystal clear system that helps you to market your business very rapidly. You might be thinking, but I don't know how to build a roadmap for my business. I have no idea where my business will go. I don't really know what I want. You need to spend some time on your business. You need to carve out an hour to figure out what you really want. It doesn't have to be rocket science. I will teach you how to market your business with Masterminds Business Academy. Let me ask you a question. Are you enjoying the webinar so far? If you are, type yes in the Q&A. I see a yes. Ooh, I see a bunch of yeses. Thank you. I want to teach you how you can go after other businesses and see where they've marketed their businesses before. So I'm going to open up similarweb.com. And you will be able to see how you can tell what your major competitors are doing. Um, type in the Q&A box what business you are in. And I will look up a similar business to you. All right. Somebody said roofing. So let's look under some roof businesses. Trying to think of a major roofing. Let's look under Mr. Electric. Somebody said they had an electrical company. So, oh, here's another one. Landscaping. I will look up landscaping in just a minute. Um, so I've looked up Mr. Electric. So I can go in here and see what year it was founded, how many employees they have, where their headquarters is. I can see where they're ranked on the global rank of Google in finding uh, any kind of thing on Google, what the country rank is, what the category rank is. I can see how many people have visited their websites, how it's went up and down over the last year. I can see it's primarily in the United States and in Canada. I can see where the referral websites are coming. So this is when people go in and search for them. Uh, so they must use Google in their marketing, um, Neighborly, Yelp, Upwork. They also use Home Advisor, Pro Referral, um, Meetings at Ring Central. That must be their phone lines. 95% um, of their searching is organic and 5.5 of it's paid. Where they're paying for it, um, is probably Google and Yelp and Home Advisor. I found that out from just looking on similar web. Um, and then uh, we can see what their audience interests are. So this is huge, so we know who their target market is. It's people that are interested in banking, interested in news and media, business and industry, and also home and garden. People that visit MrElectric.com also visit Angie's List, Lowe's, and Home Advisor, and the Spruce.com. And here's some of their competitors and websites to go. So we can seriously go and look at their advertising. Um, 
they only have a small percentage on social media. It's mostly on YouTube, which I bet are some kind of educational videos and also on Facebook are their two forms. Another one, somebody said they were in landscaping. So we can look up um, a major competitor up um, lawn guys. Whoever put in that landscaping, who is a major competitor of yours? I'm thinking like Mr. Lawn Guy, I got stuck on Mr. Electric. But um, I think it's the Lawn Doctor. That's a big one here. So we can look at lawndoctor.com. We can see where they're um, advertising. We can see their global rank, um, all the same sort of things. You can go in there. There's not enough data on this one. Oh, let me see if they. The great thing about Google is I can go in here and I know that Dwyer Group has uh, landscaping. The grounds, guys. Ooh, that's what I was looking for. Ooh, took me a minute. This is not good for Dwyer that I can't find the ground guy. Oh, there they are. The grounds guys, they don't really have that much um, online, but you could go to their Facebook page um, and you could see where they are, um, are where they are um, doing their marketing to on Facebook analyticals. But I know there's some major landscaping. I'm just losing them right now. Um, there's Lawn Doctor, there's the Green Guys, there's the Ground Guys, there's several of them. Um, so you can go into similar web and um, find any of your competition. And if they're big enough, you can find it. Um, you're looking for those ones that have spent some major marketing dollars so you can model after them. So that one is a perfect example. So that is a quick tip that you can use on any business. Uh, what you do is you go in and you look at their ad. You model the message, you model the design, you model the theme, you model what's viral, and you can model what catches your attention. What happens is successful people model after somebody else. I was Googling a famous business person earlier today, and I found out that he didn't come up with um, the idea in his books and that sort of things. I stumbled upon somebody that was his predecessor that he actually learned all of that stuff from. So you model what works. The thing about the Dwyer Group with Mr. Electric or the ground guys is they spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on marketing and targeting 
targeting their market in the appropriate way, finding buzzwords, knowing what kind of th- things works. They have um, sales committees, customer service um, that they go after and they spend thousands on this so you can utilize it and uh, really use it in your marketing. You can use some of these tools, uh, Fiverr.com, Canva.com, Buzzsumo.com to find out what's uh, viral, Um, intelligent marketing platform, which is similar web that we were just on. So what you we've covered so far is you don't need thousands of dollars from banks or venture capitals to market your business. It's a secret, almost backwards process that I used to launch my marketing secret or system. Secret number two, how to build a successful marketing business from your office laptop and your iPhone, even though my only tech ability was to turn the television on. And secret number three, how I create an exact process by creating a road roadmap for my marketing instantly by using my competitors um, to see what buzzwords they used and what really worked on the target market we were going after. So who wants to take this to the next level? Who wants to go to the next level? Put in the Q&A box, I'm ready. I'm seeing a bunch of I'm ready. So let's go on. Let me ask you a question. I've given you so much information in the last 36 minutes. Do you feel like a water hose in your face? Just tons of information to market your business. I know I felt that way when I went to 10X Growth Con. I actually had to do a brain dump when I came back. So I wouldn't forget all the stuff that I learned. Outsourcing your marketing is like outsourcing your sex life. That is absolutely no fun whatsoever. This is actually something I tweaked from Russell Brunson. I didn't come up with it myself, Um, but it's true. Don't outsource your marketing. It is absolutely no fun. You do not want to turn over your marketing to advertisers and marketers and have nothing to do with it because they don't know your customers like you do. Fifty Shades of Marketing will teach you how to market your business. What you're going to get with Fifty Shades of Marketing, I'm going to introduce it to you. It's how to market your business in a sexy way. Not a sexual way, but in a sexy way. So your customers will gravitate towards your message. You'll be able to get rid of magazine ads, TV ads, radio ads, newspaper ads, Facebook page manager, Photoshop, WordPress, programmers, designers, web managers, and much more. The average person saves over $1,000 a month by switching to 50 Shades of Marketing. What you're going to get with 50 Shades of Marketing Masterclass, a $3,564 value, is you're going to get tons to do it yourself in marketing and 10x your business. Is it okay if I over-deliver with the six-week Fifty Shades Masterclass, you're going to get eight shades, eight dark shades of marketing. You're going to get direct sales in 2019, telemarketing in 2019, referrals in 2019, joint ventures in 2019, direct mail in 2019, advertising in 2019, back-end in 2019, and endorsements in 2019. You're going to get... 
50 Shades of Marketing Program, a $3,564 value, and you're going to get the 50 Shades of Marketing Masterclass, a $1,997 value, for a total value of $5,561. If you're attacking your market from multiple positions and your competition isn't, you'll have all the advantage and it will show up and increase success and income. That's from Jay Abraham, the best marketing guru out there. This is from Aaron and Blake. They moved back to Waco with a vision God gave them. We've dreamt of running a business and incorporating it into with our kids. As we entered year two, this was like the first meeting with them. Our main goal was to run a business that provided extreme joy for their customers and for them to have time and money to enjoy their life. We'll hear from them here in just a few minutes. This is Jenny. She was crazy running around um, like a crazy person, not knowing how to market, but now she's utilizing the marketing from Fifty Shades of Marketing at Masterminds Business Academy. This is Tammy. She didn't know how to use social media and marketing her business, and now she's not afraid of it. You don't have a marketing strategy yet? Don't worry. First, we're going to work on your marketing strategy. And then secondly, we're going to fastly grow your marketing. What else do you need? You're going to need a roadmap. You need to know where you want to go in your business. You're going to get 50 Shades Roadmap Secrets. How to get where you want out of your business. You're going to get lifetime access to 50 Shades Roadmap Secrets. So you're going to get 50 Shades of Marketing Program, a $3,564 value. You're going to get 50 Shades of Marketing Masterclass, a $1,997 value. You're going to get 50 Shades Roadmap Masterclass, which is a $997 value. But wait, Christy, I don't know how to write a copy. That's your ad. That's your marketing. Copy is anything that goes on the page. Sales letters, emails, Facebook ads, Instagram ads, or online ads. Copy can cost you $15,000, dollars $25,000. You're going to also get a 10, you're going to get in less than 10 minutes how to market your business without having to hire an expensive copywriter. You're going to get a free session to write a sexy sales copy. I was trained by this guy. He wrote the top 500 ads of all time. And I will pass that knowledge on to you. I actually use his program. Access to over 50 shades of copy for free. You're going to get 50 shades of copy for free. Yes. So you're getting 50 shades of marketing program, 50 shades of marketing masterclass, 50 shades of roadmap masterclass, and 50 shades of sexy copy at $2,997 value. A total value of $9,555. If all I did was finally teach you how to be profitable in your business, putting $1 into marketing and $2 coming back out of that marketing, would it be worth it? If I helped you to share your message with more people, would it be worth it? If I gave you the ability to cancel all of your monthly tools you're currently using to glue it together for your marketing your business, would it be worth it? I had two choices when building this program. First, to go cheap as possible and try to sell you as many as possible. But it wouldn't have incentivized me to stack on the value like I have. My second value, my second option was require a little bit higher investment, but in exchange, I can devote my resources and my time to guaranteeing your success. You're going to get 50 Shades of Marketing Hero, 
for three, a $3,564 value. 50 Shades of Marketing Masterclass, a $1,997 value. 50 Shades of Roadmap Masterclass, a $997 value. And 50 Shades of Sexy Copy, a $2,997 value, which is a total value of $9,555. You can see why this deal is good at just $9,555. Outside of this class, I sell it for $5,997 as a web class. You're gonna get all of these things, a $9,555 value, the 50 Shades of Marketing Program, the 50 Shades of Marketing Masterclass, the 50 Shades of Roadmap Masterclass, and the 50 Shades of Sexy Copy, a $9,555 value. But because I want you to have the same success that I had, I worked out a deal for you. You're gonna get the 50 Shades of Marketing Program, the 50 Shades of Marketing Masterclass, the 50 Shades of Ma Roadmap Masterclass, the 50 Shades of Sexy Copy, a $9,555 value for $97 today. $97. All you have to do is go to mastermindsbusinessacademy.com backslash 50 shades to receive that offer. The offer is only valid today. First, you're going to get an onboarding call with one of our marketing coaches. You're going to get mega bonuses, like doubling your sales, doubling your traffic, priority support from Masterminds Business Academy. Now you have two choices. Do nothing and take a and not take this leave of faith and have your business be exactly the same in 2019 as it was in 2018. Or you can pony up this small $97 investment today compared to all the value you're gonna get in return and just give it a shot. $97, it's a couple of dinners out with your, your family. If we can't make you money, then we do not deserve yours. We have a 30-day guarantee at Masterminds Business Academy. You sign up today, and if you don't like it for any reason, I don't care if it's 29 days, 23 hours, and 59 minutes from now, just let us know, and we'll give you your money back. The real question is, is this story legit? About 30-somethings building 50 shades of marketing with some work ethic and making a two common club in sales from their marketing? Or am I a big fat liar? Well, let's see what Beth says. She is one of my clients at Masterminds Business Academy. Let's go to YouTube. Sorry, I had this pulled up. I must have accidentally clicked off of it. Hi there, I'm Beth Richards and I'm with the Brazos Theater in Waco, Texas. And I have been working with Mastermind Business Academy for about six months. And in that very short amount of time, I have seen a huge increase in my business. I've seen a huge increase in my social media interaction with people from all the great tips that I learned from them. I've learned some great organizing tips and how important it is to really 
focus in on not only the big picture, but the small things too. They really lead you down the right path and help you kind of figure out the ins and outs and the nuts and bolts of running a small business, big business, whatever it is. So I highly recommend MBA. If you've got a small business and you're really trying to figure it out like I was, I suggest calling them today. Thanks, Beth. She's one of my clients and she's gotten so busy that she had to hire an assistant to help her with her small business. Now let's see what Erin and Blake said. As Aaron and Blake's is not working, but we will find we will go on to what Tammy says. Here we go. Hi, I'm Tammy Glazier, and my Facebook page is lightchangingspark.com, and I sell Advocare. MBA has been a huge lifesaver for me. They've shown me how to map out a business plan for me. They have asked me to read a book called Five Second Rule by Mel Robbins, which was life-changing for me. I found out I was full of excuses all the time. And I'm a person that was raised not to have excuses. So that was difficult to take in that I was filled with excuses. I'm learning how to use social media correctly and to market our business. I am learning how to have more confidence in me and I'm learning self-care. I highly recommend MBA. If you need a life coach, call them up and look up Christy and she'll help you out. And here is Chad and Echo. Hey guys, this is Echo. I'm with Waco Lake Rentals and this is my husband, Chad. And uh, we just want to let you guys know that um, we opened our business up last year and we recently started partnering up with uh, Masterminds Business Academy. And within hours, we were starting to see results. These people really know what they're doing. Um, they can help you really boost your business if you're struggling. Um, what would you like to say? Yeah, I mean, the, the guidance and direction we've been getting from Christy herself is it's just been great. It's, it's one of those things you, know, you don't think of half the things you need to, and she helps make it easy for you, uh, simplifies it, puts it in layman's terms, and doesn't have it where she talks over your head. It's, it's very simple. It's, it's great to use, and with it, it's one that taking that guidance, direction, and uh, just information, we've been able to get our business going, uh, keep it going better than it was from last year, uh, growing it that we are, the partnerships we we're developing, and uh, just the... Thank you. That was amazing. 
So you can do the same thing with your business. It actually is cheaper than a college tuition. You're gonna get tons of information from um, 50 Shades of Marketing. You're not gonna have to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars. What you're gonna get is the 50 Shades of Marketing program at $3,564 value, 50 Shades of Marketing Masterclass at $1,997 value, 50 Shades of Roadmap Masterclass at $997 value, 50 shades of sexy copy for a $2,997 value, a total value of $9,555 for 97 bucks. All you have to do is go to mastermindsbusinessacademy.com backslash 50 shades to get started immediately on marketing your business for 2019. 50 Shades of Marketing has changed our lives. Um, I'm able to, uh, my children experience things other people only dream of because I know how to market my business and how to teach others to market their business. I was able to renew my vows with my wonderful husband after 20 years. Yeah, I got married when I was nine. Um, just a few months ago on the beach, uh, I've been able to take my kids, uh, whitewater rafting, um, get to take them all over. Uh, I think we went on 30 vacations this year. Um, it changes families. It changes your finances. 50 shades changes your impact, how we can help others. I donated over $10,000 to one of my favorite charities last year. It's changed my lifestyle and other people's lifestyles. Other people's experiences it'll change your business your life what you're gonna get is the 50 shades of marketing program a $3,564 value, a 50 Shades of Marketing Masterclass, a $1,997 value, 50 Shades of Roadmap Masterclass, a $997 value, and 50 Shades of Sexy Copy, a $2,997 value, a total value of $9,555 for $97. You're going to get all of that for $97. All you have to do is go to mastermindsbusinessacademy.com backslash 50 shades to get started in doing, your, doing it yourself marketing for 2019. By 2019, you will be marketing your business in a way that you have a bigger return on your investment. $97, you'll get that back with your first few sales. From absolute zero to six figures in less than a year and two or seven figures in two years. If we did it, you can do it. All you have to do is model it after somebody else. You're just one marketing tip away from making your business the business of your dreams. Go to mastermindsbusinessacademy.com backslash 50 shades and get your Masterminds Business Academy 50 Shades of Marketing program and get started now before it's too late. We're only gonna offer this price for a few more people. Have an amazing day. Thank you for joining me. Bye-bye.
Welcome to 50 Shades of Marketing. I am just waiting a few more minutes because we officially begin at 12.03. So uh, we'll get started here in just one moment. Entrepreneurs, welcome. This is Christy Ogle. And we've been talking about thinking, growing riches, 13 keys to uh, being successful and thinking and growing rich, using your power to create success and significance. So persistence is the uh, sustained effort necessary to induce faith. Never give up for that is the place and time the tide will turn. Harriet Beecher Stowe. Napoleon Hill interviewed over 500 successful uh, businessmen, and he came up with these 13 pre keys or 13 principles of thinking and growing rich. Now, it's not just about the money. It's about every area of your life. Hill identified the following symptoms as the lack of persistence, stating, here you will find the real enemies which stand between you and noteworthy achievement. Number one, failure to recognize and clearly define exactly what one wants. What do you want? You need to be clear on it. You need to be crystal clear on that. Number two, procrastination, with or without cause, usually backed with a formidable array of alibis and excuses. Why are you procrastinating? Why aren't you doing what you want to do? Procrastination is the one thing that will keep you from doing anything you want to do in life. There is no reason to procrastinate. Do it now. Do it quickly. The universe likes action, massive action. Three, lack of interest in acquiring specialized knowledge. You don't want to learn. You'd rather sit there and watch Netflix instead of learn and grow as an individual. You have to have that key area of specialized knowledge. Become an expert in one narrow area of focus. Turn off the TV. Turn your car into a library when you're going to and from work or running the kids here and there. You've got to acquire that specialized knowledge. You've got to become an expert. Netflix has never really made anybody money from when they're watching it, just FYI, unless you work at Netflix or um, you're a movie star um, from Netflix. So really think about that. Why are you just sitting there watching TV or mindlessly listening to music? Turn it into money. Four, indecision. The habit of passing the buck on all occasions instead of facing issues square in the face. Also backed by your alibis. You're going, well, Christy, I've had this happen and I had that happen. You don't understand. No, I might not understand, but guess what? I've had life happen to me over and over and over again. You get kicked in the face all the time. You've got to quit using your alibis or your excuses because excuses don't make you money. Five, the habit of relying upon alibis instead of creating definite plans for the solution of the problem. You have to figure out what the problem is and then you need to solve it and you have to do it quickly. The universe loves speed. 
Six, self-satisfaction. Well, there is a there is but little remedy for this affliction and no hope for those who suffer from it. Seven, indifference, usually reflected in one's readiness to compromise on all occasions rather than meet opposition and fight it. I recently read The Art of War. There's actually a strategy to when you have you have to fight something. You've got to have a positive expectancy. Number eight, the habit of blaming others for one's mistakes and accepting unfavorable circumstances as being unavoidable. I can blame other people for all the mistakes in my life, but that actually doesn't get anything solved. I look at items and I think, how can I have been better? How could I have made better decisions? Sure, I can blame my mom and dad for everything that happens in my life, but I want to be an adult and I want to be a successful adult. So I own up to it and I take care of it. Number nine, weakness of desire due to the ne neglect of choices, of motives that appeal action. You've got to have that great burning desire. You must be in love with your goal. Ten, willingness, even eagerness to quit at the first sign of defeat. Oh, my gosh. I was listening to this podcast this week, and um, it was talking about persistence and how you get kicked in the face all of the time. Womenpreneurs, think about when you had that first child. When you became a parent for the first time, either a fur baby or with children, um, weren't you surprised by the things that came up to you? I remember one of my children um, had the strangest um thing they like to chew on paper they like the texture of paper in their mouth I never thought I, as a parent that I would have to tell my child don't eat paper but it came up and I had to deal with it and there was no books written on how to not get your kid to eat paper you just have to do it and then the second kid comes along and more problems come along that you never could have anticipated the same thing happens in your business you can't anticipate everything that happens in business you just have to learn um, to roll with it and be persistent and don't quit the only losers in life are quitters. And boy, I know several of those. Do not be average. It is overcrowded on the bottom. The top is not overcrowded in life. 11, lack of organized plans placed in writing where they might be analyzed. Uh, I'm planning a new business with several of uh, my business partners. And uh, we could say, oh, I want to do this. Uh, but we have written it down every step of the way. You have to have organized plans um, to put it into place so it's crystal clear what every person has to do in those different areas. Twelve, the habit of neglecting to move on ideas or the grasp opportunity when it presents itself. Thirteen, wishing instead of willing. And fourteen, the habit of compromising with poverty instead of aiming towards riches. General ambition, absence of ambition to be, to do, and to own. Fifth, I know so many people that just settle. They just give up in life. It is just as difficult to be poor as it is to be rich. I would rather be rich and know um, that I can handle anything that comes my way. Life is a lot easier when you have money than when you're poor. I've done it both ways. 15, searching for shortcuts to riches. I know so many people that do this. They think they're going to start this business, buy this franchise, buy a lottery ticket, and they're going to have a shortcut to riches. Instead of taking massive action, you have to take massive action and you have to specialize, uh, have specialized knowledge to make it work. It doesn't work. 
And number 16, fear of criticism. One of the greatest gifts I gave myself was to not care what other people think of me. I suggest you do the same. Those were the 16 keys to being persistent. You find the real enemies that stand between you and your noteworthy achievements. These were all lack of persistence. You have to overcome them. So I'm Christy Ogle. Have an amazing, amazing weekend. Bye-bye. Womanpreneurs, welcome. This is Christy Ogle. And we've been talking about Thinking Growing Rich's 13 keys to uh, being successful and thinking and growing rich, using your power to create success and significance. So persistence is the uh, sustained effort necessary to induce faith. Never give up, for that is the place and time the tide will turn. Harriet Beecher Stowe. Napoleon Hill interviewed over 500 successful uh, businessmen, and he came up with these 13 pre keys or 13 principles of thinking and growing rich. Now, it's not just about the money. It's about every area of your life. Hill identified the following symptoms as the lack of persistence, stating, here you will find the real enemies which stand between you and noteworthy achievement. Number one, failure to recognize and clearly define exactly what one wants. What do you want? You need to be clear on it. You need to be crystal clear on that. Number two, procrastination, with or without cause, usually backed with a formidable array of alibis and excuses. Why are you procrastinating? Why aren't you doing what you want to do? Procrastination is the one thing that will keep you from doing anything you want to do in life. There is no reason to procrastinate. Do it now. Do it quickly. The universe likes action, massive action. Three, lack of interest in acquiring specialized knowledge. You don't want to learn. You'd rather sit there and watch Netflix instead of learn and grow as an individual. You have to have that key area of specialized knowledge. Become an expert in one narrow area of focus. Turn off the TV. Turn your car into a library when you're going to and from work or running the kids here and there. You've got to acquire that specialized knowledge. You've got to become an expert. Netflix has never really made anybody money from when they're watching it, just FYI, unless you work at Netflix or um, you're a movie star um, from Netflix. So really think about that. Why are you just sitting there watching TV or mindlessly listening to music? Turn it into money. Four, indecision. The habit of passing the buck on all occasions instead of facing issues square in the face. Also backed by your alibis. You're going, well, Christy, I've had this happen and I had that happen. You don't understand. No, I might not understand. But guess what? I've had life happen to me over and over and over again. You get kicked in the face all the time. You've got to quit using your alibis or your excuses because excuses don't make you money. Five, the habit of relying upon alibis instead of creating definite plans for the solution of the problem. You have to figure out what the problem is and then you need to solve it and you have to do it quickly. The universe loves speed. Six, self-satisfaction. Well, there is a there is but little remedy for this affliction and no hope for those who suffer from it. 
Seven, indifference, usually reflected in one's readiness to compromise on all occasions rather than meet opposition and fight it. I recently read The Art of War. There's actually a strategy to when you, ha you have to fight something. You've got to have a positive expectancy. Number eight, the habit of blaming others for one's mistakes and accepting unfavorable circumstances as being unavoidable. I can blame other people for all the mistakes in my life, but that actually doesn't get anything solved. I look at items and I think, how can I have been better? How could I have made better decisions? Sure, I can blame my mom and dad for everything that happens in my life, but I want to be an adult and I want to be a successful adult. So I own up to it and I take care of it. Number nine, weakness of desire due to the ne neglect of choices, of motives that appeal action. You've got to have that great burning desire. You must be in love with your goal. Ten, willingness, even eagerness to quit at the first sign of defeat. Oh, my gosh. I was listening to this podcast this week, and um, it was talking about persistence and how you get kicked in the face all of the time. Women manures, think about when you had that first child. When you became a parent for the first time, either a fur baby or with children, um, weren't you surprised by the things that came up to you? I remember one of my children um, had the strangest um thing they like to chew on paper they like the texture of paper in their mouth I never thought I, as a parent that I would have to tell my child don't eat paper but it came up and I had to deal with it and there was no books written on how to not get your kid to eat paper you just have to do it and then the second kid comes along and more problems come along that you never could have anticipated the same thing happens in your business you can't anticipate everything that happens in business you just have to learn um, to roll with it and be persistent and don't quit the only losers in life are quitters and boy I know several of those do not be average it is overcrowded on the bottom the top is not overcrowded in life 11 lack of organized plans placed in writing where they might be analyzed uh, I'm planning a new business with several of uh, my business partners and uh, we could say oh I want to do this uh, but we have written it down every step of the way. You have to have organized plans um, to put it into place so it's crystal clear what every person has to do in those different areas. Twelve, the habit of neglecting to move on ideas or the grasp opportunity when it presents itself. Thirteen, wishing instead of willing. And fourteen, the habit of compromising with poverty instead of aiming towards riches. General ambition, absence of ambition to be, to do, and to own. Fif I know so many people that just settle. They just give up in life. It is just as difficult to be poor as it is to be rich. I would rather be rich and know um, that I can handle anything that comes my way. Life is a lot easier when you have money than when you're poor. I've done it both ways. 15, searching for shortcuts to riches. I know so many people that do this. They think they're going to start this business, buy this franchise, buy a lottery ticket, and they're going to have a shortcut to riches. Instead of taking massive action, you have to take massive action and you have to specialize, uh, have specialized knowledge to make it work. It doesn't work. 
And number 16, fear of criticism. One of the greatest gifts I gave myself was to not care what other people think of me. I suggest you do the same. Those were the 16 keys to being persistent. You find the real enemies that stand between you and your noteworthy achievements. These were all lack of persistence. You have to overcome them. So I'm Christy Ogle. Have an amazing, amazing weekend. Bye-bye.